It's time for Real Talk with Brian and Dan, the weekly talk radio show dedicated to discussing important real estate topics, plus insight into the local community. With a combined experience of over 50 years as local real estate brokers from the Eastside Real Estate Team at Keller Williams Realty Bellevue. Here's your hosts, Brian Levitt and Dan Edwards. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW. It is Wednesday, November, no, no. November, what is it, 20th? 20th. Right, yeah. 20th, 2019, and we're so glad you're listening today. Uh, we are also live streaming via YouTube, so check us out on 1150 KKNW. Um, on the on the YouTube on the YouTube on the YouTube. Uh, if you'd like, like to it. listen to past episodes, you can find us anywhere podcasts are podcasted on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. Additionally, we have videos of every broadcast available for our show on the Eastside Real Estate Team com's website, and uh, we would love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm excited for our show today. We've got some great guests. We have Kathy Lewis of Healing Tree, and also joining us for a second time is Michael Santiago with Nerds to Go. But before we get to our guests, it's time for some Real Talk. Now, our re- Real Talk segment, we've talked about the best places to live in Seattle. We've talked about the best places to live on the east side. And I know there's a lo- an allure out there for individuals to go and buy new construction. So today's Real Talk, talk, real talk excuse me, I can't talk, topic today is um, do I need representation when purchasing new construction? So let's talk about the expectations that buyers may have. One of the things that I think is interesting when buying new construction is um, a good buyer's broker is going to carefully listen and evaluate the expectations that all buyers need because all buyers have different needs and expectations when buying homes. I think often uh, people don't realize you walk into the new construction site, the broker that's there works for the builder. Right. And so their loyalty, I mean, they're required by law to be honest, you know, and, and, uh, you know, so there's not an issue of any deception like that, but their loyalty is to their employer, which is the builder, and it's not you. They, they have an, a, a duty to be honest and fair, but there is no level of confidentiality. That's true. Right? Yep. So they have yep. to be fair. They have to function within the, the guidelines. Of, I don't know that fair is part of it. It's not part of it. I don't think fair. I think honest. I think it's an integrity so, and ethics issue, Okay. but not fairness. They're working for that builder, and their job is to get the very best price for the terms uh, that they can for that builder. Well, I think, too, as you dig into any uh, situation, Brian and I have talked in the past about being that real estate guru, that Sherpa, uh, the individual that kind of comes alongside. And what that is, is it's about digging deep into your needs and wants. Like uh, when you think about the opportunity of what type of neighborhood, new construction, you're looking at vacant land. You have no idea what the configuration of that neighborhood will look like. Right. uh, If it fits and matches what... Uh, the buyer desires in the type of community they want to live in. So it's it's definitely something that um, I would say whenever you're looking at buying a very expensive asset as they are here in the Northwest, having somebody who really stops to understand what it is you need, right? Um, that that's an important attribute. Right. And, you know, I think something too is often what you'll see is a base price on a home and then the real money that the builders are making is on all of the extra, all the all the upgrades. And understanding, mm-hmm. you know, how do you how do you uh, utilize those? How do you be smart in your choices? So that's that that uh, really having a deep understanding of what the buyer's desires are, then helping them translate that into the contract. Yeah, I mean, how many times have you gone by and you see signs that say "home starting in the 700s? Right. Well, <laughs> they they're finishing they in the 850s. The <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Right. And yeah. Uh, you know, it's not 
it's not necessarily bait and switch, but I mean, if you want the base model, when you start to find out what somebody really wants, you right. you know, you're, you're going to have a real estate professional that understands mm -hmm. that going into it and can help guide right. you. And the model home is going to have a ton of upgrades, which is great. You can see what the possibilities are, but you pay for that. Yeah. So, what, yeah. Do you, what do you think about number two there? You know, I think it's uh, number. The second thought we have is that the process is more complicated than a typical resale. We've touched on that just with the upgrades, but a lot of the builders use their own contracts, which you know, Dan and I work every day with yep. the statewide forms. We've also worked with most of the builders, so we know what to expect from them. But there's times when we counsel our, our uh, buyers on new construction to have a uh, uh, consultation with their lawyer with an to really understand. Key things that we're looking for is what the commitments are, what the outs are. You know, if there, if there is a financing contingency, an inspection contingency, we're looking for those things. But we're not lawyers, so they're much more complex transaction. And so that's where it really pays to have uh, have the real estate Sherpa, have the boots on the ground. You know, an example is is taking the time to walk through the model to make sure that the quality of construction is accurately represented. So we use that as a basis of comparison. Yeah. So when you look at the complications from a contract, the average when you're using a resale contract, the the statewide forms. Would you say the average contract's about 21 pages long-ish? Typically now. You know, when I started, it was two. <laughs> I wrote a 46-page purchase and sale agreement yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I know. Wow. It's, and, it's like, and that wasn't even new construction. <laughs> it's a rehab. So it's, it's very parallel to a new construction. But uh, I just was shaking my head. 46 pages. 46 pages. Dang. Well, there's the, in new construction, depending on who you work with, it can be anywhere from uh, actually a two-page like offer sheet right. to a 43-page on, yeah. on up where there's disclosures. And one of the challenges with that, when when you see as many contracts as Brian and I have seen over the years, we kind of know what to look for. We're digging for the Thousands. inspection contingency. We're looking for where the financing contingency right. is. And if you're going in there unrepresented as a buyer, um, they're going to represent to you that, yeah, oh, yes, you can have an inspection. And yes, it's, you know, it's contingent. You, right. You've got, but you well, won't know the difference between whether this contingency is implied, like automatically waived or it's they're allowing you because most new constructions, it's not subject to inspection. No, it's not. It's not. It, they they will allow you an inspection. Right. But it, it doesn't mean you get to walk away, which means you could lose thousands of dollars going into a transaction, not knowing that your earnest money is not refundable. Right. And, you know, something else is most of the builders ask their agents to prepare the purchase and sale agreement. Yeah. A lot of brokers are lazy and think that's a good thing. Well, <laughs> it's I don't view it as a good thing, but it's typically a required thing. So they draft it, and that's uh, you know that's the guy that's representing the uh, seller drafting the agreement for the buyer. It's like time out. I take a lot of time studying those, and that's when there's times when we do recommend a, a, a lawyer consult to make sure you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, and then the last thing Brian implied is when you uh, compare new construction, each builder is different. Some builders they include all the upgrades. Most builders it's the base model, and then the upgrades come. Not only that, the quality of construction. So what's right. the takeaway, Brian? Takeaway is is uh, representation is really imperative. I mean, if you want to avoid surprises and get what you want, get the mm -hmm. outcome that you desire, mm -hmm. have somebody who's your advocate, who's on your side, who's got your back. So, yeah, awesome. Yep, yep. So that concludes our Real Talk for today. If you're interested in this uh, or other topics we've covered in our Real Talk segment, please check out our blog at theeastsiderealestateteam.com slash blog. If you'd like to talk with us directly about your resale questions, we welcome your calls at 425-200-4093. 
Thanks for listening. Up next, we'll be speaking with the lender for our Mortgage Moment segment. Stay tuned for this commercial break to hear more about the market from Aram Matavosov. Did I get that right, Dan? Matavosov? I think you did. Matavosov, yes. loan consultant with Movement Mortgage. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425-200-4093. Or check out our website at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. So are you thinking about Thanksgiving and hosting your in-laws while staring at the crack in your dining room ceiling, the dirty, scuffed-up baseboards, and outdated accent color you painted 10 years ago? Armadillo Painting provides full-service painting services, allowing you to focus on what's important to you and not your home to-do list. Let them do the painting work. They take pride in taking the stress out of updating and maintaining your home with fresh paint. When working with their customers, they take the time to customize the estimate to the needs of each customer and only consider the project complete when they have confirmation from the customer is fully satisfied. Referrals are the foundation of what they do. To schedule an estimate with them, well, you can visit their website at armadillopainting.com and book online or email them at office at armadillopainting.com or even call their office at 425-641-5465. They look forward to speaking with you. Tired of the same old conversations at networking events that never lead to new clients? BNI is changing the way the world does business by connecting you to strategic relationships that can help you grow your business. BNI is the world's largest networking organization, helping hundreds of thousands of members around the world each year increase revenue through relationship marketing. For information about visiting a BNI chapter near you, go to the BNI Northwest website at BNINW.com. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. It's now time for our Mortgage Moment segment. Today, perhaps the biggest obstacles homebuyers are facing is the big R word. Media uses this team recession wildly, and it scares people because the memory of the housing market crash of 2008. It's still fresh. Aram Madarasov, an experienced loan consultant with Movement Mortgage, is here with us talking about this in more detail. Welcome to the show, Aram. Thank you very much. Hello, Dan. Hello, Brian. Thank you for having me. Ram, how many economists are predicting that a recession may be coming? Well, nearly every economist now says that the recession is coming, and there are lots of indicators for it. Uh, The question is, what kind of recession will this be, and how long it will last? Yeah. Also, isn't it kind of normal for the ebb and flow for us to have recessions from time to time? Every once in a while, yes. Uh, The economy is fairly cyclical, and... and, uh, 
there are lots of technical indicators why recession happens, but the most important one, probably in the simplest to look at, is the relationship between unemployment oh. um, and recession. Whenever we hit the lowest unemployment, uh, usually recession follows uh, within a year, within several months. And we are pretty much uh, at that point, turning point right now. So unemployment, le- so higher unemployment numbers leads to recession or recession leads to uh, chicken or the egg, Aram? Yeah, it's actually either way around. It's the lowest unemployment. Whenever you have the lowest unemployment, usually recession leads to it. And the reason why it happens is companies, in order to meet the uh, demand of the growing economy, uh, hire rapidly. Um, and oh. once the hiring stops, then companies start settling and they start laying off people in order to save money because labor costs is more expensive in business. And that leads to recession. All right. So now how does that affect interest rates, your, your domain? Yes, interest rates um, historically are lower during the recession, and that's because of the uh, uh, 10-year bond uh, yields are dropping as well, and there's a room for them to go lower next year. Obviously, I don't have a crystal ball, and nobody knows exactly what's going to happen, but historically, interest rates for the past 50 years have been declining during recession. Interesting. So I'm disappointed to learn that you don't have a crystal ball. But, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, but, uh, what does your experience tell you about what we might expect in the next recession? Do you think it'll be anything like the uh, 2008? No, not at all. 2008 was uh, simply happened because loans were made uh, that they were not supposed to be made in the first place yeah. without income assets. We don't have those anymore. Mortgages are pretty secure. Um, and uh, that recession will not happen. I think the recession now it will be just simply corrective. Um, and might last two, three quarters or so. And uh, local economist Matthew Gardner also believes so. So I think it's going to be maybe less than a year. All right. So then this leads to sometimes atrophy, right? You've you've got this uh, recession uh, I, I, every day, Brian, and I talk to right. buyers, should I buy or not? What say you, Aram? Uh, I would say if, if you're set on buying, you want to own home, go ahead and do it uh, because – a lot of buyers think that they will find the perfect place where the interest rate low and the home price is lowest. Right. And, you know, unicorns don't exist. Mm-hmm. And what happens with home prices particularly, single-family residences hold up their value during recession. Uh, condos and townhomes may decline, but still going to um, uh, hold prices value steadily. Um, according to Case Schiller uh, National House Price Index, home prices during recession have been going up. And so mm-hmm. there's a there's an upward trend, and if you're waiting, if buyers will be waiting for lower interest rate just to save money, they will end up losing that difference at the at the expense of increasing home prices. So mm-hmm. my advice, if you feel you need to own home, you want to own home, go for it. Awesome. Good so I think uh, a lot of times people look at the opportunity with regards to home ownership. And they're not quite sure if it's the best thing. And and the same thing in the stock market. Like, when should I buy? When should I not? And it really is about the quality of life, right? You're, bu- you're buying a home, and the decision is, you know, to, to time it what fits for your life, your family, your lifestyle, and where you're heading. Aram, thank you so much for speaking with us today. It's been really informative. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, you Aram. All right. Next up, after the break, we may get some insight into unicorns. <laughs> uh, we'll be talking with Kathy, Kathy Lewis of Healing Tree. Kathy will be talking about everything you wanted to know about gemstone therapy uh, that you were afraid to ask. So come on right back after the break. 
Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time home buyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at the Eastside Real Estate Team.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Are you or someone you know considering relocating and downsizing in the process? Is the prospect of sorting through a lifetime's worth of belongings just too overwhelming to contemplate? Michelle Green with Caring Transitions has helped families just like yours get through the process with as little stress as possible. Caring Transitions has been helping people downsize and relocate all over the country for almost 10 years. Call Michelle Green with Caring Transitions of Issaquah and Bellevue to start learning more about the help that's available to you for downsizing and relocating at 425-505-0968. There's no cost or obligation to start getting more information on how to make your move easy on you. Just call them again at 425-505-0968. They look forward to speaking with you. Are you stressed out just thinking about a new headshot? Well, Michael Nakamura Photography helps individuals and companies breeze past the pressure and anxiety with individual coaching and subconscious direction. No one leaves a session without their best headshot ever. Mike is a headshot specialist, creating hundreds of headshots a year for discerning customers. It's the home of the one chin headshot. Give Mike a call at 425-260-4033 or check out his booking page. Just type into any browser mnp.as.me Alternative Talk 1150 on AM 98.9 HD3 on HD 1150kknw.com on the web Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150kknw I'm Brian and I'm Dan. Our first guest today is Kathy Lewis of Healing Tree. Kathy is the owner and principal therapist of the Healing Tree the Center for Energy Therapy and Bodywork. Welcome to the show, Kathy. For having me. Before we get into the uh, the stuff on gemstones today, uh, tell us a bit about your hobbies and interests when you're not working. When I'm always working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much a Northwesty girl. Uh-huh. I like all the outdoor stuff, the hiking and the camping and all that good stuff. This looks like it could be a good weekend for hiking, I heard. Could be. Did we hear a different news report? Yeah. It said I, it's supposed I think to be the nice. rain is on its way back. Oh, that's always it? good. That's true. That's what we I just meant. Just put on a rain slicker keeps and you keep cool, on going. Keeps you cool while you're hiking. Maybe we heard the wrong the the, the wrong report. Yeah, I I, nice. Somebody told me it was supposed to be nice. Oh, yeah. well, I hope so. Okay. That'd be great. Get out and do some hiking. So we'd like to ask each guest to share with us a fond memory of the home you grew up in. What do you got? Uh, well, we used to have a walk-in attic. Uh, and... My mom marched us all down to the book depository, and she turned it into our in-home library. Cool. So that was really cool. I have very fond memories of afternoons spent uh, reading books in the attic. Books in the attic. Yeah. That's That sounds really cool. So where did you grow up? Uh, that particular house was in Florida. Florida. Yeah. So it could be hot reading books in the attic in the summertime. 
<laughs> and humid. Yeah. Somehow that escapes my memory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We forget. That's awesome. All right. So let's jump into uh, uh, what it is you do for folks out there. You're the principal therapist of Healing Treatments, which offers several forms of body works and energy therapy. Uh, one specific energy therapy is called gem therapy. So what is gem therapy? Gemstone therapy is exactly what it says. It is using various uh, earth stones and gemstones to help people heal. Help people heal at the physical level, at emotionally, uh, mentally, and spiritually. It pretty much it works within the human energy field. Mm-hmm. So anything's possible. So what got you started down that journey of gem therapy? Well, like many other major decisions in my life, it just kind of showed up. Uh, A good friend of mine says, I think we should take this class. I said, okay. And it pretty much uh, blew me away how effective it is, how uh, having been a therapist for many, many years and seeing so many issues that are so difficult to address, Hmm. uh, this just swept in and just I'd never seen anything so effective in my entire career. Um, So when was that? When when did you take that class? That was about a year and a half ago. And I've been a therapist for over 22 years. Hmm. Uh, So seeing something that just blew the competition away, um, you have to go with what works. So tell me how that helps, a little more detail in, in... Why that blows you away? Well, every, uh, for myself, I've been a massage therapist. I've been a cranial sacral therapist. And I've seen people come in with physical issues, but clearly there were other components. Mm -hmm. There were emotional things going on. There were life issues. And we could get to a certain point in healing would work for a little while, but then all the other issues would kind of take over and people would be back where they started. With Mm. this therapy, you can address all of those things and truly Mm. help people really heal, really move forward, really change their lives. And to me, uh, that's that's what we're looking for. So um, what kind of, now you, I said gem gem therapy, but you, you said gemstone. So is it, is there a difference between the two? Well, there are many different kinds. Okay. Uh, people hear gems and they think, you know, big sparkly sapphires Diamonds and rubies. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but there is a very wide variety of, of stones that are used. Hmm. Um, each one has different properties, different capabilities, uh, different ways that it's appropriately used for healing. So I, am I uh, correct when I say that from your experience, you've done physical massage, mm-hmm. cranial sacral, right? right? And then adding gemstone therapy in addition to those, or is it separate of those? Well, I will very often combine cranial sacral therapy and the gemstone therapy. Um, I specifically tailor it to what a person's needs are. Every session is different. Every client is different. And I tailor it to the best of my ability to serve them. Hmm. And then uh, do you have an actual story of success that you can share with us on the radio today? I have so many stories of success, but I'll tell you one um, of my own since 
client confidentially, right, other, right. other things. <laughs> um, I hurt my wrist earlier this year. I took quite a spill uh, out on Main, Mount Rainier. Hmm. Um, pretty much that's what ended my massage career, um, was having terrible pain. Went to the orthopedic guy, wore a splint on it, did everything uh, that would have been the usual course of healing. Traditional medicine of healing, yeah. And basically, the doctor told me after a while, he says, pretty much, you're just, it is what it is. You're just going to have to learn to live with it. Mm -hmm. And that really wasn't working for me. Um, So using the gem therapy, the appropriate uses for that, my wrist is 100% today. Wow. So what other issues can uh, gem therapy address? All sorts of uh, physical, uh, emotional, mental. One that really stands out, especially um, here we are such a very high stress area, is there's a lot of burnout. And there's no uh, traditional uh, effective method for treating burnout. They don't really understand it at a physical level. Mm. But at an energetic level, there's a degradation and a breakdown of a lot of the body's energetic structures. Hmm. That's why taking a vacation, getting you know your weekend rest, good food, exercise, all those things that we think are going to bring us back, with burnout, we're seeing it's not working. Hmm. Um, and there is a very clear and... A direct path of treatment using the gemstones. Mm. And I've seen that work very, very well with numerous cases. So I'm very excited about that. And I would say just about everybody experiences some level of burnout, like right. where it's just like, man, I'm just going through the motions. I'm just not feeling it, right? Quote unquote. And to, to use um, all methods available in order to rejuvenate somebody, I think that's a, um, that's a great opportunity. So what, does, what can someone expect during a typical session? It is a very enjoyable experience. You come in, you lay down on my table, um, we put a blanket or a sheet over you, wearing comfortable clothing, and I apply the gems. They can be applied in many different ways. I have sprays, I have necklaces, I have single spheres, I have mandalas. I have all different ways of delivering the goods. <laughs> um, you can come in for an hour, hour and a half, two hours if you like, and uh, we'll address your issues and get you feeling better. All right. And then how frequent should that be? Well, everybody is different. When somebody is having very acute or serious issues, I certainly recommend that they come in more often. Um possibly a couple times a week, depending upon the severity. And as somebody improves and gets better, then we space it out until you would reach a point where you would come in just for maintenance or not at all. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a certain integration time. You don't want to come in too close together that your body hasn't fully integrated the work, but you don't want to space it out so far that you backslide, that the body backslides. So... We find a sweet spot, get you in there just as much as needed. So this might seem like kind of an obvious question, but how do you know it's working? I mean, your wrist is a good example. You knew it. It doesn't hurt anymore. Exactly. Um, That's kind of really interesting when there's physical pain involved. Well, physical pain and function 
all of that comes back with the life issues, with the emotional things. I find it's there's a beauty to the subtlety of it because it just kind of very gently and gracefully hmm. resolves itself. Hmm. I had somebody come in yesterday who had been in for the same issue, three, three sessions, the same issue. And she came in yesterday. She said, you know, I can't even remember what I came in for before. <laughs> wow. That's she true. said, and I, I remembered, but I wasn't going to tell her. <laughs> I didn't need to remind her. But she had something new that she wanted to work on, and so we did that. Um, but it's just a very graceful resolution very often. Hmm. You know, I've always uh, kind of thought, you know, from a standpoint of our mental energies, right? And we were talking about burnout. It's in because our pace is so fast, because these phones, right, that have constant stuff just flying in your face, pushing notifications. I don't know how many notifications might be on this since we've been on the radio, right? That our brain is so powerful that we don't bring it to bear on the problems that we have to solve. So you combine that with the gemstone therapy. Whenever I've like injured my leg or torn ligaments, I've always like gone to bed picturing a crew kind of fixing and stitching it up, using that mental energy to kind of help heal. And I felt like if I've, it healed faster as a result because there is that, that presence of the two. So um, I'm a big, firm believer of using the power of what's going on to, to affect um, our wellness. And I think it's getting more and more difficult to find that space in our lives to remove. So if it means, you know, paying Kathy to come and sit on our table so that we can be present and focus on it um, and then leverage the gemstones, I think that's really fantastic. So where can somebody learn more about this? You can visit me at my website. It's HealingTreePNW.com or you can give me a call at 425-786-7482 and we can have a conversation and get you feeling better soon. Awesome. All right. Well, Kathy, thank you for coming in today. We really appreciate uh, the conversation. Do you have any special offers available to any of our listeners? Well, if you mention this radio show, I will offer $10 off the first session. Awesome. Thank you very much. Very general. All right. After the break, we will have Michael Santiago with Nerds to Go talking about his holiday goose. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425-200-4093. Or check out our website at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Are you wearing too many hats in your small business? Finding yourself wondering where the time went? Do you ever get frustrated with technology that should just work? 
Then you need Nerds to Go, America's small business IT department. 425-800-NERD. At Nerds to Go, we provide friendly, professional, and reasonably priced solutions for small business owners. From network troubleshooting to hardware repair or training, let Nerds to Go be your IT department. Call Nerds to Go today. We'll come to you. 425-800-NERD. That's 425-800-NERD. Are you wondering why that injury isn't healing, even after doing everything you were told would help? Are you having trouble moving on after the relationship is over? Are you constantly exhausted and feeling drained, even after taking time out to rest and recover? Your problem may have an energetic component that doesn't respond to the usual methods of healing. Healing Tree provides therapy that is able to directly address the energetic core of your pain and dysfunction. These gentle methods can help you heal at the physical, emotional, and mental levels. Contact Kathy Lewis of Healing Tree at 425-786-7482 or online at HealingTreePNW.com. That's HealingTreePNW.com. Isn't it time for you to start feeling better? Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm Brian. I'm Dan. Our next guest is head nerd, Michael. Michael, welcome to the show. Michael is uh, uh, with nerds to go nerds to go in Bellevue is an IT and computer repair company located in Northeast 8th in Bellevue. MacBooks, smartphones, iPads, and more. It has to do with tech. The nerds got you covered. Welcome back to the show, Michael. Welcome well, back. Hello, hello. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Since you've been on the show before, please share with our listeners what your favorite Thanksgiving dish is. Okay. So you guys are in for a treat. You don't know this, but I lived in New Orleans oh. for quite some time. Oh. And uh, I I did give to New Orleans, but I received much more. Uh-huh. And one of those is an Emerald Lagasse recipe for a rub and an injection for fried turkey. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Nice. So for the past 12 years, I've been frying turkeys. Nice. And um, So that's what you do at the Santiago's house? Correct. Nice. Safely. Good. That was my next question, <laughs> if your insurance is current. Okay. Yeah, yeah so th- uh, we try not to be a YouTube video every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. the goal. But you are videotaping, though, while you put it in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. in case. Just in case, for insurance purposes. Just a note, make sure it's thought out all the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry? <laughs> Have you seen those videos where they make it explode? Oh, they're, they're basically oh, putting a frozen oh, turkey in there. One of my friends, his neighborhood, his cul-de-sac, we get together, and they'd all do their turkeys together. And uh, yeah. one fateful year, one of the uh, uh, deep fryers got knocked over, which yeah. quickly ignited and took out the other four. Oh, <laughs> so five, gosh, <laughs> a five giant pot of grease fire. <laughs> well, I definitely I moved away from the the tall tub yeah. uh, fryer. Yeah. Because it was scary, and yeah. I've now uh, moved on to a indoor butterball turkey fryer. Oh, huh. seriously? Yes, that's... which you should never use indoor unless you want your house to smell like McDonald's. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Funny. Well, that may be something we want. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. So next, uh, next off-topic question, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, what are you most thankful for? Uh, yeah, so nobody made it to where they are by themselves. Hmm. And, that's right. Um, you know, I'm... I'm not at the top yet, but I can take 
a checkpoint and see where I am today. And I'm thankful for the individuals that have helped uh, when I was. The shoulders upon which you stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's right. So, awesome. Yeah. So today, Michael is joining us to share with us five things that business owners need to do to protect their goose or mm. their fried turkey, as this case may be. <laughs> right. Okay. What is the first thing a business owner needs to do? Okay. So we're going to walk through this, right? We're going to get okay. progressively better. So we'll start with the easy ones. Uh, so number one, uh, you can't work with bad equipment. Yep. So if yep. you've got some slow machines, <clears throat> and I'm talking about laptops, desktops, things like that, um, first of all, hot plug. There's always a free diagnosis at nerds to go when you bring your machines to us. Mm-hmm. So we can help you get a good look at it and understand why it's behaving slowly. But a pro tip, uh, you may, one of the biggest causes for slow machines are multiple antiviruses installed on your oh, machine. Oh, interesting. Overprotection. Overprotection. Is that possible? That is possible. <laughs> so um, like two cousins fighting over the last piece of turkey at Thanksgiving, <laughs> they will fight each other to the death, taking down your machine as collateral. And wow. so in- instead of just downloading that hot McAfee or Norton, um, consider yeah. you might have two. And that may be just as easy as uh, download or sorry, uninstalling and getting rid of that. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but most Microsoft recent has their their antivirus. <laughs> is that going to conflict with it? Uh, it it can. So yes. that could be a culprit, right? Yeah. So you can yeah. assess that. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Very, Very good. All right. So number one, make sure you're not double protected. Correct. Okay. Number two. Number two, uh, password managers. And I'm, I'm going to get a little bit more security-based. But at the very least, it's just so hard to remember everything. Right. Yep. So you, you don't want to leave it up to the noggin. Especially at Brian's age. As, yeah, give me I, a break. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, okay. but I'm glad you went You're there. You're a guest. And yes, I can go there. Yes, yeah. I appreciate that. Well, here, I'll, I'll, do a, I'll cover uh, two uh, turkeys with one stone here. <laughs> um, today is my father's 94th birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday. But um, he has trouble with passwords. Yeah. Um, and so this could be, yeah. how, how should he manage his passwords? Okay, if I'm being honest, everyone should have trouble with passwords because the requirements for what you should make them and how often you should change them are far beyond anyone's capacity to remember them. Totally. Sure. So use the easy button, get a password manager. I use Dashlane. There's another one like LastPass. Dashlane? Dashlane. Dash I use Lane. Keeper. Keeper's a great one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you're using one of those, you're likely staying one step ahead of those bad guys who just want your information. Yeah, and, and the interesting thing about that is the the uh, talk to a guy who does security for Amazon, right? He's in the security, mm-hmm. you know, programmers people, and he said that if you're using two-factor authentication, right? That's pass. So what I do with mine is there's the master password requires two-factor authentication, which means you cannot get into my account unless you have you know access to my cell phone. It's just redundancy. Yeah. But that's my top-end security. So he said I was like in the three percent. Like most executives, I'm way, way more secure than they are. Yeah, yeah. When you say two factor authentication, that's like pillow talk to me. I oh right, that. right. Can you explain <laughs> what that is to the, the non nerds out there? Sorry. Yeah, I mean it's exactly what you said. It is easy. Well, um, it's sometimes easy for someone to get a hold of your password eventually, but it would be much more difficult for them to have that as well as say physical. Uh, um, physically holding on to your cell phone. And that's right. what would need to happen. And two-factor authentication, they're using two pieces of your identity to ensure it's you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Number three. Okay, here we go. You're a hardworking business owner. You're you're looking for all the ways to cut costs and expenses. And uh, one of the things you may not know is that right under your nose, if you have a Microsoft O365 or Microsoft license, you very well may also have other applications uh, that you're that you unnecessarily pay for. So, for example, you might have uh, some people have Slack, or they've got a Zoom um, conferencing uh, software, or they have a calendar software called Calendly, which helps you mm-hmm. figure out when you can book someone. Uh, these and others are all really redundant with Microsoft's mm. offerings. And if you're paying for an O365 Office 365 subscription, it's very likely the Microsoft uh, version of that is available to you at no extra cost. Hmm. So the, the web version of it. Uh, also the application. Depends hmm. on your license. So okay. You, you may have the web and application version. So what you're saying is to protect their business is to be less redundant, right? Don't pay for things you're not that, that you already have. Yep. Maybe maybe sit down with the nerds and understand how to use them. Correct. Dropbox being a huge one. Do you know how many times we walk into a Dropbox scenario and we say, do you enjoy paying that monthly because you have the exact same thing with OneDrive, which is already part of your subscription? Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah. Number four. Okay. This gets real great. If <laughs> thought it already was real great. <laughs> yeah. It's going to get better. It's getting okay. better. It's getting better. If you look down at your Windows logo, and it is circular, and it says Windows 7, <clears throat> it's, it's time to upgrade. Right. At the end of this year, Microsoft will no longer support Windows 7. Why that's important? You're going to lose security updates. Uh, Back to the bad guys. Right. First off, let's be specific. Windows 7 sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, first, just change it. It sucks. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. yeah. My so, wife is objecting to this, but we're, we're, we are right now having this conversation. Yeah. yeah. She has Windows 7? She's on 7. Oh, my goodness. Like, Sweetie, come on. <laughs> so guys like us, the nerds, we understand 7 may be your baby. And if that's the case and you love the way it looks and feels, there are ways to make Windows 10 look and feel just like 7. <laughs> and if you want us to do that at night when no one's looking and switch it <laughs> yeah. while, while little, they're asleep. little remote action there. Yeah, we can do that as well. Nice. That's an additional fee, I'm sure, but we can talk about that. Okay. Um, these folks who are on 7 probably also have Blackberries in there. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Blackberry. Oh, do you give it up? So with regards to Windows 7, there's a lot of security issues with it. Mm-hmm. and they're, they're going to stop supporting it. So any future security exploits that get developed That's are right. going to get more. I mean, and Windows 10, what is that upgrade path? If somebody has a machine, do they have to upgrade their machine? Uh, yeah. So do they have to upgrade to? The ten? machine. The hardware. The, the hardware, <clears throat> yeah. No, so uh, that that's a depends. It's very likely that... Uh, if you've got something that's about five years old, you may be okay. I'm going to speak very generally. Beyond that, it's worth a look. And I know a company that can help you take a look at that for free and give you some free advice as to whether you can make it there. Who's that company? Oh, man, I'm so glad you <laughs> Nerds to go. Oh, you, right. you guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. us again. Yes, of course. We did that. So number five. Okay. This is going to take a more serious tone. Okay. If you're a small business owner and you have insurance and you feel 
that that insurance is what's going to protect you in the case of some, say, data loss or you've been, you've been attacked with ransomware. The sad fact is it's not going to bring your data back. So while you may have provisions to allow you to get back up and running with some cash or maybe some, some uh, ways to replenish some of the hardware, getting that data is most critical. And you might find that just allowing that to be what it is is the best course of action. And your only alternative is to go back to last night's copy. Hmm. And when I say last night's copy, that's assuming that you have a backup and disaster recovery plan. Local, local. Local or in the cloud Hmm. or redundant. Yeah, and what Michael's talking about for the listeners out there is there are these phishing campaigns where people send uh, an, an email saying, hey, you need to change something on your account. And there are municipalities in on the east side that have been locked out of a very important file. City of Sammamish. Yeah, I wasn't going to yeah. name names, but no, that's Brian all the news. Okay, I didn't, yeah. didn't want to liable, but anyways, you know, and and they had to pay. There yeah. was nothing they can do. They're not going to be able to recover that information. And so, a bit for a business year end, you're getting ready to finalize your books. There's a lot of things. Maybe holiday is your biggest season, right? And the last thing you can't access your point of sale system you can't you know fulfill orders so the phishing happens right people click on something they're moving they're shaking their business this is their important time and to to quite simply every file that i have is backed up in my google cloud Mm -hmm. any important file that if my computer like literally as we're talking today just fried in a in a fiery ball of uh turkey grease (laughs) uh i would be able to just pick up and reinstall all the applications and move forward yeah. There's there's nothing there that I couldn't you know, lip. but um, the backup system. Yeah, I I think I I like the redundancy of having a local backup. Yeah, because you know mm-hmm. the cloud is the cloud. Yeah, and and so um, not only having a local, assume you had an actual local disaster as well, maybe a fire that took down the server that was in your yeah. home. Uh, that's a good reason why you would want the redundant solutions in the cloud. In the cloud. Yeah. Uh, I will say that. It costs pennies to do this. Mm. I wish, I wish folks knew and understood uh, the dangers that they face, so that they would more easily just move on to something that's going to ensure them a- at a greater level than, say, a policy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mike Michael knows the look on someone's face when he says, "I'm sorry, it's gone. We can't. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's can't, right. We can't get those pictures of your kids. That's right. Right. Yeah. Or in in some terrible cases." we have no access to your customer data. It's gone, gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, happy days. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but I do want to, uh, Michael and I have talked about the type of services that he offers businesses. Can you just kind of, in a? we've got about a minute and a half, yeah. break down a small business. If they came to you and said, Michael, I, I don't want a nickel and dime. I just outline what I need to know so you guys take care of us. Yeah, there's there's varying levels of how businesses want us to take care of them. Sometimes they just want the basics. Keep us alive, uh, up and running, all the way through. We never want to think about IT. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you think about we never want to think of IT, that's managing things like Office 365, their internal network, adding new users when they come on board, uh, helping them with disaster recovery. We actually have our own solution where we can do a backup and disaster recovery. Uh, yet to be named, I think it, we're going to call it Nerd cloud because it has to have the word mm. nerd and after today maybe even turkey 
<laughs> decided. Uh, the turkey nerd cloud? Yeah. Still in discussion. <laughs> Uh, but but ultimately, a, a small business owner, they can stay doing the job that they want to do yeah. and get out of the business of IT. Let us do that. Uh, and that's some of the offerings, and we do that at a pretty inexpensive uh, cost. Mm. Awesome. We need to talk. So uh, Michael and nurse to go for a promotion for coming on the show is offering $50 off labor of any service when you use the service code uh, Turkey Talk Nerds. 50. <laughs> I changed that. <laughs> That's you have turkey to turkey. But um, yeah, that, that promotion is live. So uh, if, if you need to get things kind of squared away before the family gets here, give him a call. How do they get a hold of you? Okay. Two ways. 425-366-8234. Or you can go to Talk Nerdy to Me. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a different uh, show. <laughs> Nerdstogo.com. That's easy enough. Yeah. Michael, thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, my pleasure. Remember that this and other segments of our show are available to watch at our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at the East Side Real Estate Team. If you're interested in learning more from these or future guests, join us after the break for some final thoughts and something fun to do this holiday. We'll be right back. Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time homebuyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at the Eastside Real Estate Team.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Are you wearing too many hats in your small business? Finding yourself wondering where the time went? Do you ever get frustrated with technology that should just work? Then you need nerds to go America's small business IT department, 425-800-NERD. At nerds to go we provide friendly, professional, and reasonably priced solutions for small business owners. From network troubleshooting to hardware repair or training, let nerds to go be your IT department. Call nerds to go today. We'll come to you. 425-800-NERD. That's 425-800-NERD. Are you wondering why that injury isn't healing, even after doing everything you were told would help? Are you having trouble moving on after the relationship is over? Are you constantly exhausted and feeling drained, even after taking time out to rest and recover. Your problem may have an energetic component that doesn't respond to the usual methods of healing. Healing Tree provides therapy that is able to directly address the energetic core of your pain and dysfunction. These gentle methods can help you heal at the physical, emotional, and mental levels. Contact Kathy Lewis of Healing Tree at 425-786-7482 or online at HealingTreePNW.com. That's HealingTreePNW.com. Isn't it time for you to start feeling better? Alternative Talk 1150. 
Welcome back to Real Talk on 1150 AM KKNW. I sometimes lead that off. Let's get right into our final thoughts for the day. Brian, what do you got for us? You know, when we talked about new construction earlier, something we didn't really touch on much was the importance of a home inspection. Oh, yeah. I think there's an assumption that since it's brand new, everything's fine. I had a meeting with an inspector this morning who's been a uh, home inspector for 16 years, and he says he has never seen as much um, improper stuff in new construction as they see in right now. I think a lot of it is builders are busy, and I think there's some corners being cut. And so if you're working with the site representative, they're going to try to shut you down on an inspection. Uh, Dan and I, as your advocate, will... get that home inspection. Yeah, we've got great home inspectors that have been inspecting for years and years and years, and they're going to go in there and they're going to do that from the crawl space to the gable inspection. And we've found stuff like um, uh, insulation missing. Construction debris dumped in the crawl space. Dumped in the crawl space, yep. Uh, Electrical outlets that just don't work at all. Yeah, so uh, they're, they're just building. So just to give perspective, we, we talked about this when Pat Stone came on, is new construction... Uh, is still lagging before pre um, uh, pre Great Recession paces. Yep. Yep. So they're still not building at the same pace. And uh, with such a tight labor market, they're getting anybody that can hold a hammer to go out there and do stuff. And that's how corners get cut. So you really, um, I appreciate you bringing that back up. That's why we have these final thoughts, Brian. Yep, that's right. All right. So what's happening, Dan? What is happening? Well, this is an annual event in downtown Bellevue that is a must-do Uh, If you like Christmas and if you like the holidays, if you like celebrating the new year, because it goes from, yeah. Who doesn't like the holidays? The Grinch. The Grinch. The Grinch doesn't like the holidays. Um, Snowflake Lane, just around the corner, featuring a nightly parade with a cast of 300 performers, including toy drummers, jingle bell dancers, stilt walkers, snow flurries. It like literally snows in downtown Bellevue every night. Uh, 16 lighted floats. So if you like a party and a parade, you can get one every night. It starts November 29th and goes until the 24th. After Christmas, it switches to Celebration Lane. Uh, so it's uh, mm. more of like, to celebrate good times. Come on. Okay, that was pretty good for radio. All right. And it's complimentary. Free music. Yes. This. Oh, the, the parade. Yeah. The singing, I thought well, that was free. Yeah, yeah, that was no. I'm done. <laughs> so it's if you head down to Bellevue Square, you got a nightly parade. Brian, sounds good. So that concludes our show for this week. I want to especially thank our guests Kathy and Michael for taking the time to speak with us. It was a great show. Thank you all for listening. And before we go, I have a quote I'd like to share that comes from my very first year in the business, where I cornered a real estate guru, Basil Vesey. Basil was, was an investor and and somebody I really looked up to for his skill. And I said, what's your secret? And he actually told me. He says, you don't make money when you sell real estate. You make money when you buy real estate. So, again, importance of having somebody on your side that helps you make that good buying decision. And like you know, it's always a good time to buy. It's always a good time to buy. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for listening. for the week. The views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of KKNW, its management, or other advertisers. Contests are the responsibility of the host of this program and not KKNW. This is Alternative Talk 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KNUC 98.9 HD3 Seattle. Good afternoon, Eric Ryder here with you on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. We're headed towards 4 o'clock. 
And it's time for a quick look at our traffic situation. Well, southbound I-5 struggles at this hour from northeast 85th to 520. Body heavy traffic from the Duwamish River Cruise to Des Moines and stop and go in the south end, State Route 18 to the Fife area. Northbound between Alboro and I-90 is slow and we've got heavy traffic from Lake City Way to Linwood, slowing between 526 and 528 in Marysville. East side 405 southbound.